Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And my last podcast depressed me. I don't know if it depressed you. Talking about the uh, 100 and 180 and Rob Manfred's idea. And I had to do the podcast. It depressed me. It very much depressed me. And then I watched a movie. I'm not going to tell you which one. But that didn't help a lot. It just... It didn't help. It, all, it, it Probably... <laughs> I could make the argument I would have enjoyed the movie more had I not just done a podcast that sent me into deep into the pits of despair. But there it was. And I got done with this movie, which was actually a very good movie. And I was depressed. And I said, you know, I have to do a happy podcast. I have to do a happy podcast. What do I do? What happy podcast do I do? I decided the most fun I have with the minor leagues is when there's a guy who nobody really it's not necessarily not necessarily that they thought he was terrible but one of those players who nah he's nah he, no he, don't don't bother don't take the time He's not going to be anything. He's not going to be anything. Don't bother even thinking about him as being a potential major leaguer or player that will advance in the system or anything. Don't even think about this guy. One of those guys, one of those guys that was so far down the list, so far down the list, his draft round no longer exists. When Rob Manfred said, these players don't have a chance to make the major leagues. I don't have the quote exactly right, but it was the quote from about a year... uh, Two years ago. It was before COVID. And Rob Manfred was talking about how it was important to eradicate minor league affiliates, minor league teams, eliminate jobs, because some of these players drafted in the draft don't have a chance to reach Major League Baseball. They don't stand a chance. You ever play any poker? Ever play any poker? Heck, any gambling game. Let's say you're in a poker tournament and you're down to like eight chips. If you've still got chips, you can still win. 
it's tough. But if you're, you know, if you're down at the very, 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 very bottom, but all of a sudden you get five or six hands in a row that go your way, you're back in it. Rob Manfred back in the day talked about players not having a chance. Players not having a chance. Actually, players not having a chance. When people talk about players not having a chance, what I think about is players who were banned from having the opportunity to play. For one reason or another. Banned from the opportunity to play. The most obvious is when people due to skin pigmentation we're not allowed to play. Not the only ones. You know, there's there's other stuff. But uh, that, that's the main one. But when I think of players who now realistically their opportunity is shot. Because teams only have 180 roster spots. Now, it's possible. It's possible someone can get that 178th, 179th, 180th roster spot. Maybe possibly because of doing well in an indie league. And yeah, that can happen. They can turn around. They can develop. And since there are fewer players in a pipeline... There are fewer levels to jump through. Fewer hoops. But realistically, a lot of, quite a bit of what I liked about the minor leagues was no matter how well a player did, Division two, Division three, small school, you get those guys who are playing in a small school, a possibly a D1 school, they're not mid-major. They're just mid. They're just mid. Let's see. What? About 28 baseball conferences. Numbers wrong, but you know what, what the number specifically is isn't all that important. You line them up 1 to 28 or 1 to 40 or whatever it is. Let's say 1 to 28. You pick the 25th best conference. You pick a 6th place team in that conference. There's a guy on that team who can play baseball. There's a guy on that team who can play baseball if you would give him a chance to play in the Arizona Summer League, in the Gulf Coast League. He could flat out play. Does that mean he'd make it to full season ball? Not necessarily. Does that make mean he'd make it to double A ball? Not necessarily. But if you have... But back when Major League Baseball had more roster spots, more roster spots, more opportunities for players to play, more opportunity for players to shine. Oh, this kid can actually play. Who the hell knew? 
2016, 32nd round. Wow, when I started doing the pod, this episode, I, 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 I screwed up the numbers. Um, 2016, the Cubs in the 32nd round drafted an outfielder out of Texas Tech. Texas Tech is, well, I don't know if we can talk about the Big 12 in an is um I don't know that the Big 12 exists anymore. It might it might not. But uh Texas Tech back in 26 2016 was a Big 12 school. And Zach Davis, an outfielder for said Texas Tech Red Raiders. Yeah, I think so. Um and that would be uh, Guns Up Radio. Yeah. They're, they're, Guns Up Radio. Very fun. Very, very, very. Texas Tech. Um, if you're begging for a school to follow. And you're basing it on. I want to have a radio crew. That has a really fun time. And enjoys the heck out of themselves. Texas Tech would be a good call. A very good call. Um, good team. Good announcers. Um, they respect the opposition almost all the time. I think they may, they might have a team that they don't like in the Big 12, but hey, there you go. Zach Davis was a three-spot outfielder at Texas Tech. Played there for four years as a senior, 744 OPS. Not a power guy, wasn't then, isn't now. Probably never shall be. 2017, um, he played at Eugene. His OPS was 737. 2018, South Bend and Myrtle Beach. His OPS was 688. 2019, Myrtle Beach, Tennessee. His OPS was 650. 2020 was COVID, so everything was broken and nothing happened and everything sucked. 2021 sucks marginally less. Uh, Iowa and Tennessee, his OPS is 693. Zach Davis has been very fun to follow. He is a very fast base runner. He is very good defensively. And I'm glad he's been with the with the Cubs organization. As far as is he ever going to play a single game with the Chicago Cubs at the major league? I don't know. I doubt he gets added this year. Um I don't know about in the future. But he's been a very fun fun follow. He'll play any of the three outfield spots. He plays incredibly good defensively. He finds ways to get on base. He's not an OPS monster. He doesn't have scads of power. But if he finds a gap, it's it's a triple. Zach Davis is why I like minor, minor league baseball. You give a player a chance to play. Here you go. Here's your roster spot. Tonight, you're batting seventh. 
hit well enough. Tonight you're hitting leadoff. Tonight it's a left-handed starter. We're going to bat you ninth. You're a left-handed hitter. We're going to bat you ninth. Sometimes he plays. Sometimes he doesn't. But I like the competition angle. Zach Davis up against, insert pitcher's name here, at insert level here. He's played all the levels. He's played all the levels. And Zach Davis has been fun to follow. If you're, you know, tuning into an Iowa game and you hear Zach Davis is hitting first or Zach Davis is hitting seventh or eighth, usually he'd be the one, seven, eight, nine, uh, not a power guy. Might bat second on occasion. But um, you're going to get a good effort out of him. He's going to be fun to listen to. If there's a fly ball to him, he's almost definitely going to catch it. Does not take bad routes. Back in the day, when you had the 40-man roster in October, you wanted to grind out every single possible win, you might call Zach Davis up in October. Because, let's see, who's the who's the Cubs' best base runner now? Four or five days ago, it was Janessa Fargus. Who's the Cubs' best base runner now? Zach Davis would probably be the Cubs' best base runner now. Does that mean he should be in the major leagues? No. But he earned an opportunity by playing well in college. Zach Davis played well in college. When a player plays well in college baseball, particularly at a legitimate college conference, he deserves a look. He deserves a look. He's earned a look. And here you go. Do what you can do. Nowadays, 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 there are 180 spots in a roster on a roster for the minor leagues. Uh, exclude the players on the 40-man roster. Exclude the players on the 60-day disabled list and the various um, developmental lists. You have players, and there are a specific number of spots, and what that ends up doing is when the Cubs have their Arizona League squad, they really didn't have enough pitchers. They really didn't have enough catchers to have a second team. They have scads infielders and outfielders, plenty of them, plenty of them. Those guys should be playing in games. Not going to do that because we're only going to have a 180-player limit. Only want to have a 180-player limit because the owners, enough of the owners, really don't want to try to win. They want to have an organization. They want to have full-season teams and some sort of compound squad. 
But they don't want to have to compete. They don't want to have to compete. And in the process of not wanting to have to compete, they eliminated a bunch of franchises. They eliminated a bunch of roster spots. And the Cubs this year could only have one Arizona League team. As I look at the Arizona League roster, which I do basically nightly, they almost have enough players for two teams. I don't know if they have enough pitching. I really don't know if they have enough pitching. They might now. But it would have gotten to the point where there would have been numerous occasions where somebody who wasn't a pitcher finished a game out. But it's not because Jed Hoyer didn't want to have more pitching or another two or three catchers. He tried to locate what he could, but when you only have 180-player limit, it's very difficult to find enough pitching to account for pitchers that are on the seven-day injured list. Guys are on the 60-day list. Yeah, you can replace those. Kind of, sort of, a little bit, maybe. Zach Davis played in the Arizona League when the Cubs had enough roster spots. And he was allowed to have the opportunity. And when he was better than a level, he was able to be promoted. He was able to be promoted from Arizona to Eugene because the Cubs had a short season team. Those don't exist anymore. When he was better than Eugene, they sent him to South Bend. Struggled at South Bend. They sent him back to Eugene. He went back to South Bend. Then he went to Myrtle Beach, back to South Bend, back to Myrtle Beach. Bouncing back and forth, a little bit of yo-yo action. A little bit of South Bend, Myrtle Beach in 2018. A little bit of Myrtle Beach, Tennessee in 2019. A little bit of Iowa, Tennessee in 2021. But I'm really happy that I had the opportunity to listen to Zach Davis play. I don't have any specific play in mind with Zach Davis. But I'm glad he got the opportunity to show his chops. To show what he had to have the opportunity to at least potentially become a major league player. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But he had the opportunity. Now it seems owners want to clamp down on opportunity. They're not eradicating it. They're not eliminating it. They're not blowing it up. Yes, you can still have a player play in independent ball and get signed out of that. And on the blogs, you'll still have people hiding behind a moniker saying, this is really a good thing. This is really going to help. It's like, oh, oh okay, I see. The, uh, the offices of Major League Baseball seem to have located some people who are interested in going on blogs and saying, yes, what Rob Manfred says is a really good thing. I'm glad Zach Davis had the opportunity to play for this long. Looking at the numbers, he will 
possibly, probably be around next year in the Cubs pipeline, should he decide he wants to. I hope he does. But if it's to the point where, no, I'm, uh, he, it, it's time for the next stage of life, that happens with a lot of minor league baseball players because the owners are more interested in wealth retention than giving players a reasonable wage on which to subsist. Such is life. It sucks. I'm glad Zach Davis has played in the Cubs pipeline. And there are a bunch of players that are not going to reach Major League Baseball that also provided me some fun times, some fun follows, some fun moments. And I'm glad for almost all of them having been able to play. I wish owners were more about providing opportunities for players to succeed or fail instead of clamping down on roster spots, clamping down on how many organizations and how many players a team can have in their organization. I'm glad Zach Davis has been in the Cubs pipeline. And as I look at any draft class, this draft class, the last draft class, the draft class before, some of the players will develop into major league talent. Some will develop far from major league talent. But when a player debuts at the full season level, I like to listen. I like to listen. I like to listen more than I like to watch. Hear how they're doing. Is the new pitcher that I'm getting used to, is he generally throwing strike one, strike two? Is he ball one, ball two? The new hitter, Is he hitting line drives to right to, to the opposite field? Hitting ground balls to second baseman. A little bit of both. Striking out of pitchers, pitches in the dirt. Is he struggling in a specific fashion? For instance, some players, when they debut, have a very hard time against pitchers who were very, very, very successful the SEC and ACC levels. Very experienced pitchers. You get somebody who does not have nearly that same amount of experience. Well, of course he might struggle. <laughs> Guy that pitched for Georgia Tech for three years. Yeah, he might have a little bit of an edge over somebody who's 19 years old out of Venezuela. I don't know. Uh, thinking that Georgia Tech, probably a fairly good breeding ground for people being good at baseball playing. Whereas uh, Venezuela, as good as it is, as good as it is, you've still got to face, you, you still have to face advanced pitching. And until you faced enough advanced pitching for you to have an advanced approach at the plate, you don't have an advanced approach at the plate. I miss short season ball. 
I miss having two Arizona League teams. I miss teams being encouraged to do whatever possible to try to make their team better and be competitive. I miss all of those things. Is minor league baseball better than it was in 2019? I don't think so. Will it be better in 2022 than it is in 2021? Hopefully. Are the Cubs affiliates in 2022 going to be worth listening to? I really hope so. I really hope they're all worth listening to, and I hope they're all worth listening to regardless which half of the inning. Yeah, you'll have a couple of pitchers that, yeah, that guy didn't work out very well. You'll have a couple of that. Zach Davis might get a look anymore. He might. Teams like speed. He has speed. He's good defensively. He might get a look. But he doesn't have the power the teams are generally looking for in an outfielder. Back then, back then, back then, 2016, 32nd round. Guy went to the Big 12. He played there. Let's draft him. Let's bring him in. Let's see what he does. So, sometimes you get guys from uh, the... Um, lower echelon schools. Yeah, let's bring him in. Let's see what he does. He had good numbers in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, D3 school, he had 15 home runs. Let's bring him in. Let's see what he does. Some of them it works, some of them it doesn't. And if someone is given a chance and the other players are better than he is and he can adjust, say la vie. Say la vie, it's tough to advance in minor league baseball. You have to outdo the competition. That's tough to do. It's tough to do for Cubs players. It's tough to do for any any of them. Zach Davis has been a pleasure. He's been a treat. And through the years, I don't remember any announcer in the Cubs pipeline, saying or even hinting at, gosh, Zach Davis is in the lineup? How's that even happening? He's been fun to watch for everyone. He gives it an effort, offensively, defensively. He hits a ground ball to shortstop. He's not running hard down the line to make it look like yeah, I'd better run hard down the line because people are going He's running down the line because he's going to try to beat the ball out. And Zach Davis, that wasn't putting on a show. Zach Davis, you'd better field the ball effectively and make a good throw or he's safe. If he does that, he's going to steal second base too. Zach Davis has been fun. It sucks that so few players get to play anymore at the affiliated level. The owners are taking my fun away. 
The owners are taking my fun away, and I get the impression they're taking a lot of people's fun away. It's not as fun as it used to be. For me, it's not as fun as it used to be because there are fewer teams to follow, fewer games to listen to. For a lot of people, it's a lot less fun because executives have realized giving six or seven or eight-year contracts to aging veterans probably isn't a very wise idea financially. So players who fans would like to see for four or five more years aren't getting the four or five more years with their original team. They're going elsewhere. There are a lot of things about baseball that aren't as fun as they used to be. And it's perfectly legitimate to say that. Particularly if you can explain what specifically is irking you. I wish there were more minor league games. I wish there were more minor league games, even though I don't have time to listen to all the minor league games going on right now. But I still wish they were there. Usually, I'll pick one game a night as my primary. I'll check in on the others. I'll check in on the others. Oh, wasn't listening to South Bend tonight, but I see Canario's due up second. And Bryce Ball is due up fourth. I think I'm going to pop over there. Check out that angle. Ooh, Brennan Davis is going to be batting for Tennessee. I better hop over there. Then, as as the A, low A, high A, and double A games start to conclude, I shift west and generally end up listening to the back end of the I-Cubs game. And Alex Cohen does a fantastic job of talking you through what you need to know from a AAA game in regards to if you are a Chicago Cubs fan. This is the pitcher who ought to get called up. This is the hitter who is completely on fire right now. If the team wants to call up someone to replace that guy who might be going on the injured list, This is who makes sense. Alex Cohen is absolutely fantastic at that job of of the announcing gig and a whole bunch of others. You toss in Elise Menneker once in a while, it's even better. I miss more players... Not having, I I wish more players had the opportunity to play still. Those opportunities are gone. They can go play for the, the names, what was that? The paddle, paddle thumpers, or I, I don't even know. But, um, I wish there were more opportunities for players to play. And I wish there were more opportunities for announcers to announce affiliated games. And I wish that there were more games starting at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Maybe a 2 o'clock in the afternoon game. So I could just go listen to a minor league game. 
Because with the minor leagues, it's not about, oh my goodness, we absolutely have to win this game. No, 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 no. It's about development. It's about getting to know players. It's about getting to hear games. It's about people developing in baseball. People developing in baseball is what makes baseball so blasted fun. With most of the other sports, walking in the door, the player is almost expected to be a finished product. You get the outside linebacker out of Georgia. You might stick him as a special teams guy for one year. But if he's not starting by the second year, maybe, 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 maybe the third year. Terrible draft pick. Horrible draft pick. What a washout. With baseball, it's understood. These guys aren't ready yet. They're not ready for Major League Baseball. We're going to send them over there. Florida or Arizona? Are you better than that league? Show me. Show all of us. If you're not good enough, that's fine. There have been plenty of people who get released out of the Dominican League or the Arizona League or the Gulf Coast League, whatever. Any of the levels going up. I wish there were more levels for players to have a chance. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for letting me vent and have a bit more of a happy podcast. No, unreally cheerful, was it? But it's been fun listening to Zach Davis play. And the cool part is, if you listen to a minor league game, any of them, any of them, any of them. There's going to be that guy who, you know, this guy's kind of cool. This guy's kind of fun to listen to. And maybe, 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 just maybe, for you, that person who makes you want to come back and listen to that game again, maybe that person's the announcer. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and enjoy a game this week.